so I, I told the story to, uh, to to Bart when he came on uh, the podcast back in November, but uh, it was kind of uh, it was it was kind of a, a big deal. It was a big deal for for me in in my life. Um, it was uh, the last boot camp that uh, that you guys had had in, in Colorado and in, in Buena Vista, and um, on the on the campground there, there's uh, um, some crosses on the side of a mountain that's about ten thousand feet, and uh, I had connected with some guys there, uh, it, it, the first couple of days they were from Nashville. And so, you know, we got to talking and, and, um, we decided the second day when we had downtime, we tried to get up there and made a wrong turn and, and didn't get up there. And so the third day it was our goal to, to get up there. And, um, for some reason before heading out, I was in, in my, my room and I, so I said to myself, well, you know, I, I need probably need to bring my wallet with me in case something happens. It was just a really just a morbid thought, like in case something happens to me and I trip and fall on the side of the mountain, at least they can identify me. <laughs> and it was just kind of one of those really strange things that I and so put my wallet in my in my back pocket and didn't think anything of it. And we went on the hike and, and we eventually uh, got up to the crosses and that was one of probably the most beautiful scenes that uh, looking down in that valley covered in snow and looking at all the hawks flying in the valley and just it, it it's probably one of the things that I'll probably remember for the rest of my life just how how beautiful it was and so when we decided to to head down rather than walking through the winding path we decided the the little boys in us came out and some of us decided to slide on our butts down the down the side of the mountain to connect the trails and I thought well my wallet's in my back pocket. You know, if my butt hits a stick, it's going to pop out and then it's going to be on the side of the mountain here and, you know, it's going to be gone. And so I was wearing a, uh, a hooded sweatshirt that day because it was a little warmer. And so I put my wallet in the pouch of this hooded sweatshirt that at the time was a little bit too big for me. And so it wasn't really tight to my body. And so I'm walking down and I keep feeling my pouch for it. And I, I get, got to a point where I was ready to, to kind of cross. There was a little bridge over a creek and I was going to cross over that bridge and get back into the main campground. And I reached down to the pouch in my hooded sweatshirt and my wallet wasn't there. And of course, that's when, you know, you go back from, you know, winding scale on a three on a one to 10 winding down from your hike back up to an 11, like, you know, this is, this is a, you know, Mayday, so, Mayday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And so I turned around and, and started walking back up the path and there were a couple other groups behind me. I asked them if they had seen anything or found anything and I, um, they hadn't found anything. And so I, I kept, went back up as, as far as I could, but by now the sun's pretty much gone down. I mean, it's, it's under the trees, like it's going to be pitch black here in a few minutes. And you, your talk was, I think your, your talk for that night was getting ready to going to start in like 15 minutes or something. And so I navigated my way back and I was, I was late to the talk and, um, it was actually at that point, it was a talk that I really needed to, to hear. Um, and it was, and so, I can just remember walking back to the camp and the enemy was just, just flinging the arrows at me. Like, 
you're a dumbass. You don't belong out here. You don't belong with an elite group of men. You're, you know, this is, this, uh, this always happens to you. You know, you're just so absent-minded just, and I was just walk. remember walking, walking back. I was like, yeah, okay, bring it. I know what you're going to say. You know, I, I know what you're going to say. Let, let me have it. You know, and got back to the, uh, got back to the talk and I, I listened as, as well as I could have at that point, but you don't really, you can't really retain anything because, you know, my wallet's gone and I'm going through my mind. How am I going to explain to my family that I've lost my wallet? My, my family lives in Western Kansas on the high plains. It would have been a six hour drive for them to come out and get me. I was out there by myself. You know, I, 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 so I, I was kind of planning for the worst in my head, uh, got to dinner that night and was sitting with the guys and telling them what had happened. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I'm go out and look for it. That's the only thing I can do. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I was just planning on using like the flashlight on my phone. You know, I, I was just like, it's the only thing that I, that I can do. I, I need this thing to get, get on the flight and get home. And, and it's got my license in it. It's got my boarding pass in it, you know, and I, about halfway through dinner, when, um, the announcements were, uh, were happening, the, the gentleman doing announcements, he, he said, is, is John Waltz here? And, I shot straight up out of my seat. I said, please tell me you have the news I need to hear right now. And he said, you know, go back to the, to the back and see Polly. And, and someone had found my wallet and, and returned it to her and it was returned to me and got back to the table and just, just sat down and just, you know, the tears started coming a lot like they are now and if if you want to talk about someone who was bitter and and was dealing with unbelief and was pretty cynical and down on the world at that point that was that was me and that was one of the reasons I came out was to try and get my heart back and I I can remember just the feeling of relief and just the feeling of support and, and love and from from the guys around me because one of them said to me you know we weren't going to tell you this but we were going to go out and help you look and you know and um that night what kind of brought everything full circle was that night we we had movie night and the movie that was shown was the uh, the secret life of walter mitty and one of the main plot points in that is something that's inside a wallet, um, that's, that's given to him. And that's why I don't believe in coincidence anymore. Yeah. Um, so I went back and looked at what was in my wallet and I, I, there were some leftover luggage tags from when I went out to, uh, see my family over Christmas. And then when I went down to, uh, to Dallas for the, the winter classic and, Nashville was a common, was the common destination on there. And, and I had been toying with the idea of moving away from Nashville and being closer to my folks. And 
I think what God was saying was like, it doesn't matter where you live. You just got to follow me and trust me. And over this past year, he's done a lot of, a lot of work in my heart here in Nashville. And it's because of people that I've met here and experiences that I've had here um, that I probably wouldn't have had if I had moved out to, to be with my folks. So um, that was just, I, I told the story to Bart because he, he would sat down next to me at breakfast the next, next day and heard the whole, the whole story from there too. And, and it was just such a powerful way that, that God spoke to me through that. You know, it was just, like I said, you just can't believe in coincidence after that. No, it's a beautiful, intimate story of God showing you you're not alone and it's not up to you. Right. Yeah. 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 It's I, beautiful. I hadn't picked that up. I'm glad you said that. I, I hadn't picked that up from the, every time I've gone back to, through the story, it's, it's not up to me because that's one of the things that I kind of carry with me is that right. it's all up to <clears throat> me. And, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. He took it away so that you would freak out so that he could meet you in your freaking out. Yes. Yeah. And show you, hey, John, guess what? I got you, pal. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. And whoever found that wallet, you know, I'm going to give him a big hug when I, when I see them again, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. <clears throat> well, thanks for letting me share that with you. I, I, yeah, thanks uh, for the bonus round. Yeah. yeah. That was great.